1: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
2: This is a production of Dirty Mo' Media.
1: Welcome back to Speed Street. It is mid-October. We have playoff baseball. We're in full swing of the NFL, college football. NASCAR, of course, is going on. We're going to be talking plenty about that, the playoffs, uh, you know, the chase there have plenty to recap over the weekend with our guy, Connor Daly. We have off-season news about spring training, about driver news in IndyCar. We're not slowing down on Speed Street. No, 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 we are not. Uh, thanks for being with us. Joey Molinaro here. And of course, uh, my pal, Connor Daly, driver of the number 20 bit ride in the NTT IndyCar Series. And also the number 50 ride, also bit Nile that we saw over the weekend at the Roval and the Cubs Series. Connor Daly. How are we, my man? How are we feeling after this weekend? Uh,
0: you know what? Feeling great. Uh, it, it it could have been more bad, I guess. Um, but it was... Uh, we accomplished several of our goals, um, which was uh, finishing the race and not crashing in the race. Obviously, we crashed in practice. Um, but, yeah. Yeah pretty pretty interesting weekend uh i mean there's so much to talk about really and and obviously we can get into a lot of it but it 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 was um an incredible experience to be a part of the nascar cup series i would say overall um very very different uh even the way kind of the weekends run and and you know the 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 tech and the amount of work on the cars for some and not others and um it's just a different style of, uh, uh, you know, of racing, but it, but it's, but it's great. So yeah, a lot, lot went on. Um, obviously I didn't get to actually watch the race cause I was participating in it. So don't know how, how it looked. Uh, it seemed boring, but, uh, I think a lot of people rated it. I saw Jeff Gluck's, uh, rating system post-race and it was like the worst rated race ever. Not surprised. You know, I joined the show and it's an absolute uh, disaster. Um, but uh, but yeah, just just kind of a, a lot to talk about through it. And, um, you know, I, Ben here, our producer, and a lot of our uh, Dirty Mo folks were out there. And I appreciate everything that was done by them because I now have photographs. We got TikToks. We got videos. Uh, so Ben and, and your whole crew... Uh, Jason, as well. What an incredible. Thank you guys for doing that because that was, uh, I mean, I got great photographs, you know, cool things to put up on the internet. I can send my lady photos of us hanging out, which I didn't have really as much before. So that's all very cool. So I appreciate that, Ben. What did you guys think of the whole weekend?
2: Ben, you were there. You had the boots on the ground. So you go ahead and. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I appreciate you kind of coming to uh, uh let us kind of follow you as like the annoying little brother that just kind of shoved a camera in your face every like five minutes so <laughs> uh, I, I had a lot of fun it was my first time working a full cup weekend i've done some xfinity stuff uh in the past and obviously it was in the 500 this year so that was just a cool experience for me it was um just kind of cool seeing you take it in i mean all the drivers coming up and just giving you advice device and shaking your hand and you meeting people and um just getting all the content, of course. Uh, <laughs> i I loved that clip I got of you of um after the driver intros. So I was just kind of following you to the truck and I asked you how American you were feeling You would get probably the <laughs> best response I could have asked for. so uh, the whole weekend was great,
1: yeah, it was it was before. besides Corey, who is your favorite driver to talk to on the grid beforehand? I mean, honestly, I actually didn't talk to Corey
0: as much like on the grid. I talked to him a little bit before um. But like before the race, Corey, I think Corey was being filmed for that USA show. So he didn't want to talk to me. I have a great video on my phone that I'm going to put on the TikToks uh, here soon of like me. NASCAR has this really cool thing that I, I I thought was interesting. It was called 1948. And it's basically like all the drivers have to go to this like big room that's full of the who's and what's of 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 that race weekend. So whether it's like, you know celebrities that are there or or team sponsors or, or or whoever it is um and they had the trophy for the race there and a cool you know lady announcing what's going on um and, and all the drivers have to go so Corey, i could tell was being filmed for the usa show race for championship or whatever because he's a big superstar and he was just some big wwe wrestling guy i have no idea and so they were just talking there, and I almost went up to him, saw the giant camera filming him, and I walked right away. And then I just recorded this video of kind of the whole room, stopped at him. He looked over at me with a very stern look, and I just kept going. That was it. So I, I had a very interesting interaction with the television superstars there. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that, that whole room was quite cool because, again, I think that the drivers hate it because they obviously are about to race but they have to go and interact for a little bit before driver intros but i thought i thought it was cool because not only do they have a bar there which obviously you know we're not drinking but i can get a water before the race like before we go to driver intros get whatever you want it's like shaded it's a nice area they have a better um, pisser
1: than a porta potty
0: no piss i didn't see a pisser so i we didn't get oh, any pissers yet i don't fine. know um, but yeah, kind of cool. Like, interacted with some folks that had no idea who I was. that There's some people that came up to me and they were like, Hey, man, this is really cool. This is our first NASCAR race. And I said, Yeah, mine too. And they're like, What? It's like, Yeah, no, it's my, my first race. And they were like, Oh, who are you? I was like, well, my name's Connor and uh, I do IndyCar stuff. And they're like, Oh, wow, that's wild. And so, Had some very, very funny interactions like that, but also there were some people who didn't know who I was. So that was, that was cool. Um, But yeah, got to, got to have a great chat there with Cole Custer, Chase Briscoe, uh, you know, had some, you know, just some, some funny interactions with those guys. Cause again, after they saw how practice went for me, which didn't go well at all, uh, you know, we only got five laps. It was, I was really in search for a lot of information. So uh, yeah, interesting interesting pre-race uh activities and yet again, again we can we can dive into all that stuff too but did you get to watch the race at all Joey or were you busy down uh down wherever you were doing things
1: yeah it was a, a full weekend for me i was down in Dallas a lot of traveling um busy doing uh, a campaign with aflac uh the so duck did you, so get, duck? Did you get to meet the duck's out there got to meet the duck uh got to meet the aflac duck they're very very strong stern on calling it the Aflac duck so <laughs> Aflac duck was super cool we kind of posed for some photos i was you know sometimes like i think i confused it with a goose you know like oh. i think geese are kind of more aggressive and so when i was yeah. going to pet yeah, right <laughs> when i was going to pet the Aflac duck i was a little hesitant cuz i've seen you know uh, somewhere before that uh, a goose maybe a duck i have no idea can kind of get a little snippy and but I did get to slightly pet the Affleck duck. Uh, it was super cool. Affleck got me down there and, and did a fun campaign with them at the House of the Unexpected. Then I got to go to the Red River rivalry. And um, if you thought your Saturday went bad, it was nowhere near as bad as Oklahoma's. Uh, they were down, <laughs> <laughs> they were down uh, 28 nothing at halftime, they got blown out 49 nothing against their rivals. Um, it was a disaster scene there. And I was sitting on the Oklahoma side, me and my brother in law. Oh. So. Oh. People were down bad, man. They were down bad big time. But hell of a time in Dallas. Uh, I was following through the internet uh, for your weekend, and you mentioned uh, Saturday did not go well. Did not go well for you. So where are you mentally once you get out of the car for those five laps or so, and you're like, okay, I got to get things somewhat right going into into Sunday. I mean, where 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 was your mind there? What was going through your body and your mind at that time?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, let's get right into it. There, there no matter what, it's it's a tough weekend for everyone if you don't start in the right place because there's only 20 minutes of practice, right? And it's separated into two groups. So thankfully, we were we were group 2, and as Ben saw, you know, our our car barely made it to practice. Like like we we were trying to pass tech. We had failed tech twice. Um, you know, things changed during the season and obviously my team was a part-time team. And so there are a few things that we didn't know had changed. There was a few things that weren't lining up correctly for us. And so we were the last car in the garage area. Everyone is out in pit road. Everyone's practicing. The first practice group is out on track. We're group two. If we were group one, I would have never got practice at all. Um, but, uh, but we were group two, thankfully. And so, you know, again, right out the gate the weekend is starting chaotic and and it's 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 sad that it has to go like that but i really didn't expect anything anything less um and so i I'm, I'm getting in the car and i'm talking to the tech official who jeff green uh tech guy uh, very nice guy to me honestly the the nascar folks the the officials uh were super welcoming to me there and i have to give them a lot of i mean incredible people they were helping me out with whatever i i needed help with um you know telling me everything even like help him, like help him strap me in at one point, like we're trying to get ready for practice. Um, So fired that sucker up for the first time, just to kind of drive out to the, to the grid to get going. Um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, we, we, we kind of just had to start somewhere and got out there, you know, did a few laps, Um, you know, wasn't really, I, I was picking up on a few things, but not quite there yet. Uh, it's so hard to you know be thrust out there immediately with uh you know everyone who is obviously at at a way higher level of experience immediately. Um and you know I tried to keep up with a few folks, but tried to also just get some clear track and and do laps. And I was like, all right, did a few laps, let's say five, let's let's come into the pits, make a let's bring the tire pressures down a little bit because I thought the tires had started to overheat just slightly. Um, and let's go again. And so I was literally pitting on the lap that I was, I, I was, I was one turn from the pit lane, and coming out of the last chicane, uh, I'm, I'm obviously accelerating to go up on the banking, and I completely lose the ability to steer. Um, like imagine if you're in your car and you have your, you know, your little power steering, you're turning left and right. Imagine if that just went completely away and you could spin the wheel like a top. In your hands, like, like mm. if you go to like a, like an arcade, right. And you go to those really awful racing games and you can just spin the wheel left and you can spin the wheel, right. Like that old school dirt game at the 16 bit arcade bar over there in Indianapolis, it's mm-hmm. the same thing. So it's com- it, the, the wheel was completely inoperable. Um, and, and so obviously we went in the wall because I had couldn't steer or anything like that. Um, and so that immediately I was like, well, this sucks <laughs> because if it was my fault, then I'm an idiot. But, but when I mean, it, the, the only thing that makes you feel slightly better is that, like, look, I couldn't do anything about that, you know what I mean? Right. And, and it was That's gotta shame. be so
1: frustrating, uh, right? I mean, yeah, like, because then you know, for all the dummy, not nah, okay, for dumbest. all the people out there. <laughs> Like, <laughs> for all the people out there who are just, you know, watching and thinking about everything goes on behind the scenes, they're looking and saying, oh, uh, Connor Daly in the wall, right? Like, that, that, yeah. that reflects on you as the driver for a driver for a lot of people, unfortunately, when it's just not the case.
0: Well, exactly. And and that's the most annoying thing, right? Because, again, we oh, the, the the thing that we wanted to do most with the weekend is not appear on television. And sure enough, here we are causing a real <laughs> flag in practice. First thing uh, we're Corey's in the, about. Yeah, we're in the wall. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting out of this freaking car. can barely understand how to get out of it, um, and 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 having to go to the medical center, doing brain tests already because every, there's a lot of brain brain bad things that are happening in the NASCAR Cup Series. Um, but uh, the, the, but yeah, the sad part about it was is it just the the team the, the yeah the team had already been working all morning on just getting the car legal enough to go out on the track. And now it's broken, and you know, sadly, it was. You know, there's no need to get into what actually happened. There was something that that was not correct in the steering system, causing the steering to not be operable. So, steering important, we need that to drive. Um, and so, after that, obviously, thankfully, the 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 bodies on these cars are super tough. So, thankfully, like we didn't have to replace fenders or anything. Like we just basically replaced the stickers. We had some suspension damage, so we had to replace the right side suspension. Um, There was a little bit of stuff that had to be done on the engine side. Uh, I guess the impact was enough to damage one of the oil, one of the oil, um, oil, something to do with the oil system down there. Um, So it was a lot of work for the guys, sadly. And, And it just goes to show you as well, the way these NASCAR weekends are run, right? Qualifying right after practice and then the Xfinity race. So like, you don't. If you have an issue in practice, you're kind of screwed already for the rest of the day. So, we didn't obviously get to qualify. You know, I I go out there try to watch it, see a little bit of stuff here and there, but it's just it it's it's like the amount of laps that we did was literally just just wetting your whistle. You know what I mean? It's just this tiny amount where I I I I knew something. But I was like, wow, I wish I could have just done one more run. You know what I mean? Just one more run. Just something. Um, so that that definitely w- was tough. It means that we start absolutely last uh, for my first cup race ever, 39th. I don't think I've ever started that bad ever in anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, made for an interesting Saturday. Got some very interesting texts just like, what happened? And thankfully uh the internet dummies that we talked about thankfully people did eventually discover like okay yeah you can't just drive straight into the wall i don't care if you don't know who i am at all no one's just driving straight into the wall so thankfully we uh we got that stuff uh taken care of and then just basically tried to go eat some food and and show up on sunday
1: Yeah, I mean so going into that 39th uh, is there kind of a relief of pressure you're like hey only can go up from here yeah I mean
0: I, that was that was the whole attitude like you know we had a big sponsor dinner that uh, that night Saturday night with all the bit Nile folks and again you know we had to thank Todd and, and all of his guys and his group because they're the only reason that this is happening and they're they're super supportive the whole time. You know, Todd came up to me after the, uh, after the crash and he was like, man, all you got to do is just keep turning left. What happened? And I, I obviously immediately trying to joke with me, which I get. it. It's, you know, it's easy to joke about. Got to turn left. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, we had a great dinner, talked about, you know, a lot of stuff that could happen in the future. You know, what's going on? We love NASCAR. We love IndyCar. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was tough to line up. Um, you know, at the very, very back Sunday, but still, you're in the race. We're there, we're ready to go. Um, and it was still very cool. You know what I mean? Like like waking up for that race morning. Again, the guys, our guys were allowed into the garage earlier than anyone else because we still had work to do to finish up on the car. We had to pass tech. Uh, We had to get everything, you know, sorted out with the car. And to be fair, they they did a great job. It looked great. It it looked like it hadn't crashed at all. You know, we'd got a new splitter, everything that we needed. Um, And we rolled out to the grid to to just see what happened. So tough situation overall. But yeah, I mean, getting right into the race, we basically just had to go for it. I mean, first stint, thankfully, is a stage. So we know when it's going to go yellow which basically that whole entire first day just practice for me, right? We're practice. We also had to start, which Tony told me yesterday when I called him, we actually had to start on some used tires that we got randomly from other people because we, uh, I guess we couldn't start on new tires or for some reason. So we were starting on old tires um, Hmm. for some reason, which I, again, not familiar with the rules. Don't know how it all works. Um, But the first stint was tough for me. But again, just put the laps away, put the laps away. And uh, could tell kind of who was good initially, could tell who wasn't maybe as quick, who we wanted to get around first. Um, but yeah, from, from then on, it was, uh, all right, let's make our first pit stop and let's go on from there. So it, it was, uh, there's a lot. I mean, I, I, can, I can still get it. I mean, I can, I can take it stage by stage because it, after stage one, it starts getting all kinds of chaotic.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, at what point were you in the car, you know, spinning laps, and you're like, "Wow!" Did you take a moment? Hey, I'm driving. I'm driving a cup car here. We're NASCAR racing right here.
0: Yeah, I I think as soon as I got onto the banking of one and two oval, one and two, uh, it was pretty cool because again, you had all the cup cars in line, and everyone's on the banking. Uh, Everyone's struggling for a little bit of grip because the banking was actually harder than I expected. Uh, one and two and three and four, especially on kind of colder tires. So it was just cool to see all these big, heavy cars and loud, fast cars. You know, going after it, and and it was awesome. Um, and 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 right out the gate, that that was that was a moment for me where I was like, hey, this is cool. I like the sequential gearbox as well. I love pulling gears. It felt nice to you know. I even got hand blisters again, thankfully, because we're doing work. No more flappy paddle gearboxes. Um. But, uh, but yeah, once, once we got into it, you know, stage one, all right, cool. We did our pit stop again, pit lane. That was the first time I'd ever even entered pit lane ever. Like I, I had never seen the pit entry until like the one, the, the pace lap of the race when we all went through for the first time. So that was, that was a real challenge. Um, and we had to pit kind of in a bit of a tight area because we had a car in front of us, car behind us, um, you know, my guys did a great job. We made our first pit stop, and again, I messed up in the gearbox with like the pit stop because I'm used to going to neutral for the for the pit lane, and I didn't need to go to neutral. I I, I needed to stay in first gear, and so I, it took us a little bit of time in the first stop uh, because the gearbox does not like to go back into first gear when you're sitting still. Um, so that was interesting, but again, got right back out. I was like, all right, let's time, let's go, let's do restart. It's time to time to get close. It's I, I, after stage one, I said, all right, I really want to be, th- th- this is now where I would like to start attacking or start, start moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we did have that opportunity, uh, you know, after the first stage, I think we started to get by, uh, JG Yaley. I think we started to get by, uh, the 20, the 27 car as well. Uh, Hesimans, Loris Hezemans, who I met a nice guy, a Dutch guy, like my teammate Renus. Um, and, and yeah, just started working, working away. Um, and the whole race, I'm trying to tune my brake bias in a little bit because I think locking the front brakes is very bad. And we obviously, they haven't run the road course, a, a car on the road course, my team since Coda and, and things change very differently, uh, mm. as the season goes on, uh, depending on what brakes you're using. Um, and so we, we had a lot of front bias in the car, which I did not like. And so I kept tuning to the rear, kept tuning to the rear, but had a little bit of a front lockup. And I actually have no idea when our first puncture came. I I don't know if it was, I think it was in the second stage. Um, But what happened was J.J. Yaley in front of me made a little bit of a mistake in the final chicane. He missed the first apex, and I was right behind him getting ready to pass him. And so he had to climb up over the crazy curbs and and missed it. And I went around him on the outside. And as soon as I got back up onto the banking, boom, the tire just shredded and exploded. So I, I think we actually got some debris on the tire because there was a lot of offline debris there. But again, when you're just trying to drive along and all of a sudden this thing goes pop and your hood starts peeling apart, you're like, God, oh, like,
1: mm-hmm. goodness
0: gracious, what's happening here? And, and, in IndyCar, if something like that happens, like you're probably pretty much done. But for in the NASCAR Cup Series, you can keep going with a lot of different damage. So, you know, I didn't know what was broken. I didn't know what had ripped off. But again, we immediately had to pit um, because obviously you don't want that tire to completely rip off the uh, the fender. And thankfully, it had only gone through part of the hood. Um, but again, we had to spend some time in the pits. They had to put some tape on it, um, and, and and again. We luckily got back out though, like to run kind of by ourselves. And by the end of the second stage, we actually weren't a lap down. So we had somehow cycled forward on the strategy because we kind of did like a false undercut, and um, and cycled back back forwards so where we weren't a lap down. So that that was quite nice. Uh, and then obviously the second stage, we come into the pits. And we're doing the full we're doing the full repair job. We got the hacksaws out. We got those those big things that you saw wood with, and and there's like all these electric saws. And I'm just having a good, tape, I'm, lot of tape, big sparks tape. flying. Yeah, sparks were flying. Yeah, would tape, and the fact that you know I got to see that as part of my first cup race as well is is par for the course, Un- understandable, um, but hilarious. The, like I mean. I asked, honestly would love to know what they were cutting because they were doing some serious <laughs> work in there and I didn't know what was coming out of that thing. So thankfully they got her all, um, all patched up and, uh, we basically, you know, started, started fresh, uh, for the, for the third stage for the, for the long third stage. And so after that, I was like, all right, I feel better now. We had made the car better. Tony yuri jr. My crew chief, he had, he had helped out. We got the tire pressures where we needed. Uh, we started tuning on the chassis a little bit and every run we got better. Um, and, you know, Ben, did you watch it? Were you, were were you watching in the pit lane or were you kind of going all over the place to to see kind of the stages from different areas?
2: Uh, I spent most of the race, uh, I think I started in the beginning in the media center. I was cutting some footage together. And then once that ended, I pretty much stayed, kind of went to the backstretch. There's kind of this access road. It's kind of in between the backstretch and that, um out of like the the two right handers kind of the backstretch of the of the infield I was there doing photos kind of went around and I think you're probably about to get to this I think probably right around when I noticed when you had your little uh fire I was kind of keeping track of what cars you're running around, and I was like "It's was like Connor hasn't come around in a little bit and I'm like te- checking <laughs> my phone trying to check the scoring and everything and I get a text from Jason and he's like yeah Connor's on fire I was like oh that's not <laughs> good
0: <laughs> yeah the funny thing was as soon as we started the third stage I think we had made our car like quite a bit better. And we were, you know, we were in a position to attack like Mike Rockefeller, who I think is a really good driver, obviously sports car driver, uh, you know, Lamar guy, big time factory, Audi guy for a long time, I think. Um, you know, he was in that 77 car. And I had finally, once stage three started, I was like, okay, we got JJ. I think we got the 78 as well. And then uh wanted to pass Mike Rockefeller. And I knew now I've, <laughs> I was like, all right, this guy's been doing a few races. He, you know, he's obviously new into this as well. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I passed Mike. And after that, we had had some, there was some traffic or something had happened in the final chicane in front of us. And I had smoked the left front really badly. And again, I had thought I had put enough rear bias in this thing to where it was fine. I don't know if it was, the tires were not up to temperature yet or not. But realistically, it is my mistake, right? I, I don't. I hadn't locked up a tire like that in this car ever before because I don't. I don't have any experience doing it. Um, so that left front lasts for about the rest of the lap, and I again get to the exact same place. I don't know what it is about the last chicane. I, I what I think it is is when you go that initial left and that hard right. If I smoke the left front, then I put a bunch of load in the left front. And it just delaminates. It's not able to, not able to hold it together. And so again, left front explodes. And I immediately have to pit after I just made the progress that I wanted to make. Um, and so now we're kind of off, you know, again, I'm thinking we're going for a wild giant undercut here. Cause if we pit get new tires, do a bunch of quick laps, maybe it'll work out for us, but about halfway through that, that next stint, um, I see smoke in the car, and I and I don't I don't know, I don't know why that is. I uh, I'm I'm looking at it in the banking, and then I'm seeing an actual flame, and I'm like, well, that's not good because where there's smoke, there's fire. Obviously, I think that's in the Bible. Um, but <laughs> there was this flame, and then it kind of went away, but then it started flaming again, and then it went away, and I was like, well, I'm on fire, but is it bad? And do I stop? And you know, you go through that weird mental roller coaster, which sounds dumb because if you see a fire, usually as a human being, you're like, I put fire out or like I do so, or something of that nature. And I can't do anything because I can't reach the fire. I can't do anything with my hands because I'm busy driving, trying to stay on track. And so obviously having seen the fires that I've seen in the cup series this year, right? We've seen some crazy fires, big, big flames, big, big, big explosive fires. I was like, I should probably pit. And so again, have to make an extra pit stop come in. I try to tell the guys where it's at. It's under the right, it's under the rear view camera that we have, which is basically like the new rear view mirror. And so we get our guys getting in there with, with, you know, with snips and chopsticks, whatever they got going on in there, and start, start hacking stuff apart again. And, uh, and so we figure out what, you know, it's an electrical fire. So there was two wires had, I guess, come uh, undone or so- something had happened and they were basically just igniting. Um, and so we got rid of those, and which also meant uh, we got rid of my rear view camera, which meant that I could not see anything except what was in front of me. So tough. The rear view camera, honestly, on that new cup car, great. It's like, It's even better than the rear view camera that you have on your road car. If you got one of those, if you're backing up, whatever it
1: is. I was going to say, so you can parallel park one of those bad boys?
0: Oh yeah. Parallel parking is fantastic with this camera. Uh, I was a huge fan of it um, because you could see kind of, not only could you see at the back, but you could also see like what was to the left and right. So it was, it was nice. Um, No more of that. Couldn't see anything. Thankfully we had spotters. Um, But yeah, once, once that happened, you know, that now we're a few laps down, uh, because that, that we had to obviously fix that. Um, but realistically, you know, the, the next stint, like if I'm going to just go into this race and kind of talk about it, like, I guess I did kind of want to explain a lot of these things for the folks that kind of did. Cause again, we didn't get a ton of TV coverage, obviously, cause we're running freaking 34th or whatever, 35th and whatever it is. Um, but yeah, we, we, Once we got out of the pits right there, obviously we had fresh tires. Some people had had older tires because they had been running already. But we got out in the middle of a pack. Like, I actually came out right behind Chase Briscoe, which is hilarious. One of my good friends. um, It was a pack of, like, uh, Chase Briscoe, uh, me, and actually, I I think I might have done this wrong, but either way, I blew a tire after, yeah, never mind. I, it was the fire first and then another tire. <laughs> so consider this as fire first, then another tire later, because I had the tire happen uh, when I was in the middle of this pack. So we we had Chase in front of me. Chase then passed Martin Truex Jr., who was in front of him. And then behind us was uh, the six car, Brad Keselowski, who one of the, uh, well, obviously, one of the spotters on uh, the Door Bumper Clear Show, which is a fellow Dirty Mo Media uh, production. Uh, they had said that I was I I was in front of them on their show most recently. I only started listening to Dirty Mo, or sorry, Door Bumper Clear after they had started throwing some shade at me for my uh, NASCAR career, uh, which understandably so. Uh, why be friendly to the open-wheel guy coming to the NASCAR Cup Series? Anyway, I respect all of them. Um, but they had said Brad was stuck behind me I was like, no, cuz I was stuck behind Martin. So we're if you if you could have passed me, then they should have passed me. But I had I had Martin right in front of me too. So it was basically a line of cars and no one could pass. Obviously the race was super boring because no one could pass. We had Chase, we had Martin, we had me, and then Brad and then I think the 24 car William Byron, another car behind us as well, Ty Gibbs was back there, and no one could do anything. So again, that was actually a fun stint for me to learn um What was happening, like what these guys were doing, like Truex was struggling. Like I saw him massively sideways, almost half spinning in front of me at one point. Um, But it was it it was nice to be in that pack. I felt like I learned a lot uh, from those guys. And again, if they were as fast as the door bumper clear guys said they were, they should have passed me. But uh, I didn't want to get anyone's way. And I wasn't at that time because I had had fresher tires on anyway. So I, I knew that I wasn't really going to be much slower than those guys. Um, and again, then the tire blew and then I, I got out of that pack and then ran by myself. So hard to remember because these races are super long. Uh, Mm. it felt like an eternity. Like honestly, that, that race was actually as long on my whoop wristband, my, my heart rate monitor. It was as long as the Indy 500 was, if not longer. Um, so crazy, crazy overall, and you know, uh do, I mean, Joey? Do you think that I? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There, there's a well, there's I, a lot.
1: I wanted, to, I wanted to just ask after you know the the whole rundown, the whole weekend, Saturday, Sunday here. What would you grade yourself in your first cup experience?
0: Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like. You could go into details all day. I could explain every stint, every lap, whatever. But that's that's the gist of it. We ran with quick guys, which I thought was fun. And when I got out behind um, when I came out after the fire, that was when I was behind Almendinger, and then uh, eventually cycled through, ended up with those other quick guys too. That was my favorite part of the race was, was running with the quick guys. So when AJ was there, I saw AJ after the race, and he's like, man, you run me, r- ran me down a little bit there. I said, well, I was just trying to learn. It's fine. I was on a little fresher tires, whatever. Um, but it was kind of getting behind those guys because, again, the guys at the back, also very good. Everyone very good, but you know the guys with the established names that have been there for a long time were great. And I think, honestly, we, we, we did well for what we had, for the car that we had. Obviously a part-time team. We did all the laps. We did make it to the end. Yes, things failed. Yes, things broke. But realistically, like the core pieces of the car, the chassis, the engine, you know, that that stuff was reliable. Um, we did our fastest lap on lap 90 of the race, which is towards the end. You know, that means we were putting in work all day long. Um, and you know, from a lot of the stuff that I had heard from Tony, you know, Tony Uri Jr., he was very happy with it. He said for a long time, you know, we were running laps, you know, in the top 15 pace wise. Um, and, and, and it was, you know, it was very satisfying to do that. So obviously if, if we end up on the lead lap towards the end of that race, we have the opportunity to make up a ton because the entire race changed once the last two restarts happened because everyone just started wrecking everyone. And that was something that I have never seen before in my life. I, 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 it was like I had entered another event. It was like I went from a NASCAR Cup race to a Supercross event. Like all of a sudden, where thing everyone was jumping around, going crazy, smoke flying, pieces of. Co- I would be driving around corners on this restart. My spotter's like, "Yep, there's a car off to your right, car off to your left," and I'm like, "Oh, here they all are." It was, it was madness. I mean, th- those NASCAR restarts at the end are something special. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. No, I saw, I mean, the the drama at the end uh that uh saw Chase Briscoe eliminate Kyle Larson. Right. I mean, uh, that came from that.
0: Yeah, the funniest thing about that was too Chase had like got put off in I think that first restart or something like that. And uh and he got ended up coming back on track behind me. And the 99 Suarez was obviously dealing with some issues, right? And so on that restart. I had passed the 99 because he he was going slow. but And then all of a sudden Chase had come up behind me and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to let Chase by here. But then the 99 had started racing the 14 into the next corner. And I was like, wait a second, aren't you broken? And so I end up in this awful position where I'm in front of these two cars in the playoffs going too wide. And Chase was the only one who hit my rear bumper the entire day because I was like trying to get out of his way and he just went straight into the back of me. And, and he eventually obviously got the 99 because the 99 was broken. But I was like, man, wait, was the 99 trying to wreck the 14 right in front of me or like right behind me? Or was I being used as potentially a pick here? I, I don't know. It was like a, it was a wild scenario. But again, completely different racing style from the entire first 9,500 laps than those last two restarts. It was almost like, let's just hit everyone. And, and, I, and I found that fascinating. It, and it was really cool to actually just be a part of and watch, and I text Chase afterwards quite by. I was like, hey, man, I didn't mean to get in your way there. I thought the 99 was already gone. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what the heck happened there. It was all good. And I said, yeah, clearly it was good because he lunged everyone the next restart and made it into the playoff the next round.
1: Yes, sir. Chase Briscoe moving on to the final eight, man. Got to love it. Uh, that's NASCAR, though, baby. You mentioned those last yeah. restarts. You're bumping, you're swinging, everything's going down, fighting. Um, but, yeah, we even dude, had that's a red awesome.
0: flag. Like, like I, even the red flag, I was like, what we're we're coming to a stop.
1: I was like, right. what do you, I just, how, I, can we not just get this thing over with already? I was like, geez, no, nope. keep it going longest, the longer the race, the possible, or the longer the race, the better. And, 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 and NASCAR, um, full weekend for you though, man. That's awesome. Congrats proud of you happy for you hope that uh, it leads to more opportunity in the future to be able to get you behind the wheel in one of those again uh because hey you know you, you do IndyCar full-time but uh Daly is just a race car driver man yeah I've yeah and and,
0: and to the door bumper clear guys as well I know they said I wasn't gonna make it very far uh which they were right we only made it five laps in practice but we did finish the race which again I think they also forgot in their most recent episode so um thank you to you guys for your support appreciate that <laughs> Ah uh, means a lot to have that type of uh, you know inner workforce support. um I know you guys are spotting for cool people, and um i I did stay out of everyone's way, didn't cause any activities, any any absurd activities and uh, and we were fast at one point. so um yeah, it is what it is. Maybe we'll get another chance and they can uh, and they can continue to uh, to throw some shade at the the number fifty car or or any other car that we might get in
2: that's just their way of showing affection it means they like oh it. Yeah, yeah yeah, i'm sure yeah a lot of them were
0: nice some of them yeah. not as much yeah. which yeah. I, I understand i'm not a i'm a i'm a novice
1: here gotta love the uh, in-house support yeah that's yeah that's, that's, that's great <laughs> appreciate that um well like i mentioned Chase briscoe knocks out kyle larson you talked to kyle larson on the grid you said uh before the race um and i want to get your thoughts, the details, the inner workings of what happened there, because we saw over the weekend as well, that uh, old Kyle Larson's going to be given the opportunity to seek opportunities to run the Indianapolis 500. You asked him about it. What's the verdict?
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was actually really cool to talk to Kyle before the race, Um, had a great chat about everything, kind of what I was feeling in this car and, you know, what, what was going on on the IndyCar side. um, And, and, and yeah, I mean, Basically, the only thing he said to me is right. He's got permission to do it, which is which is great. Um, and and he and he wants to do it. And and I said, look, man, the cars are safe. It, it, it's it's not a it's not an issue of safety. Like it's just a matter of you know getting in the right place, at the right time. And you know, I hope we can make the cars a little bit better to race in as well. Um, because he kind of said the same, you know, the same thing. He's like, man, it's, it looks like it's hard to pass. And I said, well, yeah, it's not exactly what it used to be. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he said there was a lot of similar things with their new cup car as well on the ovals where dirty air is is just extremely, um, Mm -hmm. aggressive and it's tough, but, uh, but yeah, great chatting with Kyle. Honestly, a lot of the guys there too. It was great to great to interact with. I I, I had not really met Kevin Harvick before. Right. And I, I look at him because we actually IndyCar and NASCAR, we kind of use the same driver intro stage. It might actually be the exact same one. Um, or at least the same production group who who does it, and so Kevin Harvick's sitting there, and I I just a couple of the guys had asked me like, oh, what happened yesterday? What's going on? And I just look over at Kevin. I said, hey Kevin, big fan of what you've been doing on the twitters lately. I I respect what you got going on. So I just I had to get that in on him because he's been uh, quite funny to follow on Twitter lately uh, with all the drama going on. Um, but yeah, lots of great interaction. A lot of you know a lot of questions about the IndyCar, right? Like the people. You know, a lot of the drivers wonder, you know, what's, you know, how it, how it does here, how it does there. You know, certain tracks, road courses, ovals. um, And, you know, it, it was just kind of cool to get that type of respect and that type of, uh, you know, conversation started. Because, like, again, I'd love to see a lot of those guys, um, yeah. you know, get in and, and give it a shot. And obviously, there are only a couple that are probably willing to do it. But, uh,
1: but yeah, good good interactions for sure. Where would Larson possibly fit in? I don't know Andy 500 seat. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I,
0: I I think it obviously has to be a Chevy. Um, so, you know, who, who, who's going to run them? Is it going to be McLaren? Is it going to be Penske? Is it going to be, you know, us? I don't know. I don't think we can run four cars, but, uh, yeah, but we'll see. Um, you know, it, it, I'm very, very curious to, uh, to basically stay tuned for, uh, for what happens. Uh, on the Indy 500 front uh, certainly with Kyle Busch as well obviously with Kyle Busch they said that that wasn't going to happen but then I heard a bunch of rumors over the weekend about you know who might support Kyle and the sponsor for it and that sponsor might lead to a certain team and it was just it was very interesting I would say okay so yeah,
1: the rumor really yeah
0: yes very interesting. A lot of rumors running it. around that paddock about who's going where with what sponsors. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting.
1: Good. I love it. That makes it more spicy for us. Um, Very spicy. Some more A lot IndyCar of spice news. ahead. A lot of spice. Uh, more IndyCar news uh, since we recorded last. Uh, we found out that Santino Ferrucci is going to be joining the series full-time in 2023. Uh, going to be going with um, A.J. Foyt, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone's favorite news. Uh, you guys all text me that
0: morning and I, I, I didn't see it until you guys had texted me. And, um, I mean, great. I, I don't see how this, I, I, I sort of feel bad for AJ Foyt racing because I know that they were trying to go somewhere and don't know if this is the answer for them. But, uh, again, have always said Santino is a talented driver. So uh he he knows how to pilot a vehicle. Um I just they also have a rookie teammate there in, in Benjamin Peterson, who I like. I see at the gym every day. Good kid. Uh tough, tough situation there. We all know my opinion. Don't care about it at all. But uh good for them, I guess. And I heard that he brought a lot of money to that situation, but you know what? so did i to my situation so we're kind of in the same boat
1: <laughs> did uh, does this does this feel like you know good that we're getting kind of the the black hat wearer full time we're getting the the guy that rubs people the wrong way full time here absolutely why not if if he can cause more
0: accidents that'll probably help our uh, tv ratings and if he can make more drivers angry then that'll probably you know get more tv ratings because i got a lot of interesting texts from a lot of different drivers <laughs> And uh, a lot of us are on the same page. So we'll just say that.
1: <laughs> Love it. That's good. Spice it up. Keep it, it spicy.
0: Up. Again, we respect uh- <laughs> the talent.
1: We respect it. We do.
0: But I'm, um, and again, like Dale Jr. said, he's invited to all the parties because everyone is invited. Everyone is invited to the after parties. Probably not going to hang out with him. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, yeah, we get uh, round three of the after party at uh, twenty twenty three Indy five hundred. Looking forward to that. Yep, he can we go do it. his own shots at tequila, and I'll do mine.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the time for a TV show has um, never been better, though.
0: Exactly yes. <laughs> what? What a great idea to have an IndyCar Car television show. Who would have thought? I, I if I if I have if if I saw a magic genie and that genie had his little bottle there that I had to rub for three wishes. One of them would be for an IndyCar television show. So that would be immediately what happens.
1: What would the other two be?
0: Well, that's a great question, Joey. I think right out the gate, uh, I want 100 acres on an island. I want an island. Uh, okay. <laughs> screw the acres. An Just island, the island with the plane. And then uh, let's do number three. We can please the people. Whoa, 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 whoa. The okay. plane
1: comes with the island? Wouldn't that be Obviously.
0: three? No, 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 no. The plane is on the island. Like, I, there's a because again, I'm not gonna build on the island. This is like a fully already established. It's been terraformed or whatever you call it. If you go to other planets, um, and then yeah, wish number three. Let's uh, you know, f- fix poverty for everyone. I don't know. We'll do that. We'll do some, something oh, that wow, helps everyone. Being the nice yeah. guy.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Look at you showing some empathy. That's, exactly. Hey, good on you. Let's cure diabetes, actually. That's my like third it. wish. Like Let's it. fix that <laughs> stupid
2: thing. Good <laughs> cool. CSR nice. program.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then yesterday, we're recording on Wednesday like we usually do. Uh, last night, we had the news from Dalton Keld himself um, that he is uh, taking off from AJ Foyt. Um, what's What's your kind of reaction to Dalton's news from, from Tuesday?
0: I mean, honestly, nice guy. Uh, smart guy. He's got a, uh, he's got a great family. I, I I like his parents, always nice people, always their support people, his lady, nice person. Everyone. I see them walking their dog downtown Indianapolis every now and then. Oh, um, nice. yes, but, uh, you know what? I, I, I think sometimes I, I, I mean, we, it, it's a tough situation to say overall, but, Maybe it's just time to go sports car racing. I don't know because I, I think Dalton. Dalton has had some races recently where I'm like, "Hey, that was impressive," but like, we obviously know that you know he he's he's come from some money, which is great. He he got his way to IndyCar, which is again great if you can do it. Um, but yeah, there, there there I think there are uh, some moments that he can be proud of. He was not a, you know, a crash festival. That's always important, right? Um, But, uh, you know, I I would say you can look back on your time in IndyCar and say, hey, that was – we gave it a respectful try. But, hey, you know what? Maybe there's another arena where we can be, you know, even more successful in it and and enjoy ourselves. So who
1: knows? Okay, so you think he's going to keep driving just – you think he's going to keep driving just in a different different series, different kind of car?
0: I mean, I could see him go sports car racing right out the gate for sure. I mean, we, we see guys like, uh, Gabby Chavez doing well in sports cars. He wanted to petite Le Mans. you know, several other Indy car drivers, Jack Hawksworth have been sports car racing and very successful. Um, so yeah, I, I could see him. I can see him easily slotting into a great sports car team. Um, you know, getting himself a great opportunity to go do like, you know, the 12 hours of Sebring, 24 hours of Daytona, Lamar, even whatever it is. Um, and uh, and potentially getting a lot out of that so so who knows or who knows maybe he pulls a hard left and goes nascar racing i don't know <laughs> all
1: right future's wide yeah. open for dalton Kellett there. like you said smart you, guy the future is open and again the, the 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 the
0: the good part for him is that he's obviously driven a lot of cars now right a lot of race cars he's been an in IndyCar. um and, and you know what? Th- there's no way around this, but he's got some funding behind him, which is great. And so if you got funding behind you, you can do anything. It was like, like I you. told people this weekend in NASCAR. I didn't get selected to do this race because people thought I could drive. I had a sponsor. And BitNile, great supporter of ours, and they provided the opportunity
1: for me. So, again, you can do anything you want as long as you pay for it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. There it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially in racing. Exactly. Um, and, then, and then we had uh, the, you said we we kind of knew that it was coming. It, we had talked about it before a little bit, but uh, Palm Springs and out there in uh, February, correct? Yes. A spring yeah, training little, action, friendly car. A little spring training in Palm Springs. Now You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a lot of good weather, a lot of good drinks for me, and a lot of golf <laughs> when I'm not watching cars go. Yeah,
0: I um, I don't understand the point of it. Honestly, <laughs> I don't get it at all. Uh, because it doesn't represent any racetrack that we're gonna race at. Um, so maybe just a couple days for the Penske executive team out there to have a nice time, at Palm Springs. I don't know, but again, <laughs> maybe maybe we do a race there in the future. Maybe we don't. I had heard that actually Thermal doesn't want. The public there. So uh, again, I I don't know how they could ever have a, a like a race there. Um, but again, if the, if there is anything that financially helps the teams, then I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if for some reason you know IndyCar is is helping pay people salaries with this or helping to maybe hire more people to help out, uh, you know that's great. So that that's what I'm a fan of. I, I'm gonna go to there and test, and I'm gonna have a great time because I love Palm Springs. I've been to Thermal before. I've en- I've enjoyed driving there. It's a beautiful facility. Um, I I don't think we're gonna be able to stay at the Airbnbs that are there because they're like minimum thousand dollars a night. But I hope there's a La Quinta, maybe by I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there's a Holiday Inn Express, uh, which which uh, the poor people can stay at. Hey, which
1: is me. Nice. I, that'll be me. Yeah. Never had a bad night at a Holiday Inn or a La Quinta. Yeah, anyway, man, tell me about it. La Quinta it. Inn, they got great breakfast. I was going to say Kana. Solid. Holiday Inn, big cinnamon rolls. All oh, good, man. man. Cool with that. Give me free breakfast. I'll stay anywhere, man. I'll stay out on the street. I don't give a shit. Hey,
0: um, let's be honest. Yeah, if, ho- if hotels have a great breakfast program, I mean, it, it it's it's almost life-changing. Because if you get down there, you've woken up, you he's not slept in your bed, but there's fresh coffee. You get some eggs. Maybe a well-prepared biscuit. Who knows? Like there's 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 certain things that just make you small time happy when you're always on the road.
1: Here here's the the maker breaker. When you know it's a great hotel breakfast. One free. Yes. Two. <laughs> yes. One. Two. that it has one of those luxurious waffle makers where you pour the batter into it and then it comes down. You flip it over. It gets out. That's it. It's all you need. All you need right there, fresh cup of coffee, you're good to go. Maybe we can get Mike and uh old Dale Jr. to to send us out to Palm Springs in February, do a little content, Dirty Mo, speed street content all out on the golf course. Like I said, for me and when Connor's not out, uh, uh you know, driving and everything like that, maybe it's then an exciting thing. You're thought. there, get work on it. I'm just saying, it's an exciting. Thought. Uh, what else do you want to get to, man? Well, you one want segment to, I would what, what? like
0: to one yeah. I would like to get to is uh, texts from NASCAR drivers.
1: Uh, <laughs> Please, I'm, in- I'm also interested. I, I would
0: I would like to share um, some some messages that I that I got from the community, and and one is is um, I was at dinner Saturday night, and uh, Jimmy Johnson texted me. Uh, obviously, NASCAR driver, but also IndyCar driver, and he. He basically, the first message he said, How was it? And I, he had not seen that the steering had failed and I had hit the wall. And I explained it to him and he just said, Welcome to NASCAR. Make sure the steering assembly is tight. <laughs> and I said, Apparently that is important. Then this is what I thought was the best text message that Jimmy Johnson had said to me. He said, I just saw the video, looked like you were drunk and didn't want to turn the wheel. <laughs> So, thank you, Jimmy. That is exactly what it looked like. Uh, appreciate the support. Just a little constructive um, criticism. Ex- exactly. Constructive. Uh, and then, obviously, after I said, ha very, very funny, whatever, blah, 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 blah. He, uh, he responded with, again, this is a very nice text message. He followed it up. He said, have fun tomorrow, man. Watch out for turn six. It's easy to run wide on the double apex with the tire deg and end up off track. And then he said, rough those fellas up, draw blood first. So, again, love that type of aggression. That's probably why he's won seven championships, and I have not won any. Um, So, again, respect that from Jimmy.
1: Always cool to get a text from Jimmy Johnson. It was very
0: cool, honestly. Anytime I see that name name pop up on my phone, I'm like, this feels like a special day. Um, Chase Briscoe, obviously, after the race. He said, so what did you think? And I explained several different things. He said, did you have fun? And I said, "Uh, once, yeah, once I got through some stuff, it was fun. And then he said, you can't pass. It sucks. I was like, yeah, that's tough either. And then he said, I said, no yellows either. I thought you guys wrecked a bunch. He said, we did at the end like idiots. And then he said, did you get moved by anyone other than me? (laughs) Which obviously, he knew that he had tried to move me out of the way. And I... I think he loved the fact that I only told him that he is the only one who moved me, which is true. So great friend of the show, Chase Briscoe, was the only one who used his front bumper on my rear bumper.
1: So classic dad of Chase Briscoe. Did you have fun, buddy? Yeah, yeah. it <laughs> is a very, very classic dad move. Yeah, um, I can't tell he has a
0: one-year-old. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Corey LaJoy also sent a very nice text about how my experience was. Uh, and I proceeded to tell him the tires exploded and we caught on fire. He just said, "Love that. Uh, and then, <laughs> then later, he he responded with my uh, uh, he responded with his heart rate data compared to mine because we both wear our whoop watches or our whoop wristbands. And he said, "Why do you think you couldn't get your heart rate down during the stage breaks? And I said, because I was trying to catch up to the pack the whole time. So I was still flat out. And I had not caught the pack, for like two so I was still uh, still trying to catch up. These are the things that we we you know we as drivers, me being a NASCAR driver now, we text each other about. Um, felt like I just had to share it with the folks, uh, and I just had a I had a great time overall with AJ Allmendinger. We had dinner Sunday night after the race, had a couple cocktails together, love the uh, dinger, enjoyed some beverages, enjoyed chatting about the race. Um, had, had a wonderful time with him at the, uh, College racing, uh, motorhome area after the race, they had made me a special sugar-free cocktail, which was fantastic. And, uh, yeah, very, very thankful to Matt Collig, Chris Rice, those folks over there. They were very nice to me. So was Cole again, Swindell
1: there? No, he
0: was not. Justin Haley was there as well. Justin Haley had looked at me in the face and said, did you finish? And I said, yes, I did finish. It did not go great, Uh, but he also, Justin Haley, also thought that I was going to be the first caution. So uh, thankfully, again, proving a lot of folks wrong here, thinking that I was going to be out of the race early or in the yellow flag arena very early.
2: Well, you remember who a spotter is, right?
0: Yes, I do remember, yeah. (laughs) One of our friends at the uh, Door Bumper Clear Association, which, again, respect everything that they have to say, and now I'm a dedicated listener because I enjoy their opinions on the sport. Right,
2: right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Gotta love racing. The only one of the only places where, one of the only places where you you don't mind having a guy ask you, "Did you finish?" You know, yeah. it's, uh
0: There's so good many stuff. cars.
1: <laughs> good I actually stuff, got
0: to the end, know? and I was like, "Wait a second! I finished 34th. How was I? La- how was I not last?" And then I realized that a bunch of other people broke down, and I was like, "Perfect."
1: <laughs> also, fun. Oh, that's fact. awesome, man.
0: Fun stat yeah. that my manager texted me today. It was on this day in 2013, where Kyle Larson made his NASCAR cup series debut and he finished 37th. So did we do better than Kyle Larson in a, in, in my NASCAR cup debut? Yes. Does that matter at all? Absolutely not. But it is exciting (laughs) to see.
1: (laughs) Hey, it's something to hang the old hat on and that's all. Hanging the hat, right? Hanging the hat. All right, you want to uh, drop the random Indy 500 driver on us this week?
0: Yes, yes, it was funny. I almost thought about doing a random Daytona 500 driver of the week because we oh. had a lot of NASCAR, but then I was like, wait a second. No, let's keep IndyCar fresh in our minds because, this again, we're excited for next season. We're ready to get back to the Indy 500. Still an IndyCar
1: podcast. It's still,
0: there's still a lot of IndyCar in this podcast, and, again, I think we can still learn a lot from the NASCAR weekends because it was an amazing, an amazing experience. But uh, let's go with the 1979, 1979 Indy 500. Uh, And we're going to the 25th place finisher, uh, John Maller. John Maller. uh, Maller, I hardly know her. John Maller. I I had not heard this name before, if I'm honest. Could it be um, Mahler,
1: perhaps? Mahler,
0: maybe it's Mahler, M-A-H-L-E-R, maybe a Mahler or a Mahler, not Mallard like a duck, no. Um, John Mahler, Mahler, I don't know, born uh, in 1936 in Iowa, big Iowa native, uh, former open-wheel race car driver in the USAC and Kart Championship Series, uh, raced in the 1970 to 73 and 76 to 81 seasons, 39 combined career starts. Uh, Including the 72 and the 77 through 79 Indianapolis 500. I wonder what he was doing for five years in between those. I'm very curious. Oh, I know what he was doing. He was not qualifying. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough, tough situation there. He was
1: there, not
0: qualifying, though. He was there. Um, But uh, Mallard qualified for the 1971 Indianapolis 500, but was replaced by his teammate who did not qualify, Dick Simon due to sponsorship commitments. Now if you don't know the Dick Simon name, then you're probably definitely new to auto racing cuz Dick Simon big recognizable name. Sadly, Mahler had to step out of his car very similar to what Bruno Junquera did for Ryan Hunter-Ray uh in an era where I was alive, uh which I believe 2011 that happened. So, uh, very interesting scenario. Sometimes you got to do these things for uh, sponsors.
1: Hey man, they're paying the bills, you know. Exactly. That's 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 what you got to do. They you get a nice little photo. There he is, John Mahler, at the twenty fifteen Indianapolis five hundred, rocking a hey, 100 nice. I was there hat. too. Yeah, there you go. That was uh, no, that was not. The next year was the 100th running. Okay, now Mahler currently owns and operates a classic concrete design in Kansas City, Missouri. CCD. All right, John. So he's uh, he's bringing in the bucks with that, and big money in the concrete. I'm pretty sure. Apparently, people need it. New, new That's right. <laughs> All right. Um. Good deal. Well, Connor has a Cup Series race under his belt. I have a Red River rivalry under my belt. It's been a full week of IndyCar news. Be sure to follow us again um at Speed Street Pod, both on Twitter and Instagram. Keep telling people about this show as we head to the off season. We'll be talking rumors. We'll be talking news getting ready for uh the next year of IndyCar racing in 2023 but of course we're going to be talking about nascar racing as well um all forms of motorsport if you're new here uh so for Counter daily for producer ben joey molinaro we'll talk to you next week on speed street this bit of badassery was made by dirty mo media
0: dirty mo